0: In today's episode, I'm gonna be sharing with you my top three biggest business mistakes and how you can avoid them so you can increase your impact and income faster when it comes to your new source of income or your business altogether. So make sure you stick around to the end so you can avoid my time and money wasters and ultimately build wealth faster. (laughs) You just have to build wealth where you are. Welcome to episode two of That Finance Chick, where I help the overthinking, procrastinating, perfectionist woman like you build wealth where you are so you can achieve freedom and minimize money confusion. I am your host, Atiqua, aka That Finance Chick. I hope you are having a wonderful and warm day slash week. I know Texas has finally switched to fall weather, and I'm excited for it because although I love the heat, I love fall down here in Texas because I can wear my cardigans and I can enjoy my hot chai tea latte from Panera. That is my favorite hot drink ever, and I am just here for it. Forget the pumpkin spice mess, okay? You can leave that somewhere else. (laughs) This week has been full of corrections. You know, correcting past traumas with my new long-term therapist, which is amazing because that was a hunt in itself. And mental health is a huge, huge part of your wealth building journey, so please don't try to ignore it because it'll end up biting you in the butt with your finances later. And of course, correcting past business mistakes, which over the last four years, I've made quite a lot. Hence today's topic, which is all about my top business mistakes and how you can avoid them so you can make impact and money faster. Last week, we talked about how to create multiple sources of income. And even if you are creating a business or a side hustle, on a part-time basis, you can still take these tips and run with it so you can make money faster and so you can have a positive impact on people faster. You know, running your business and creating a side hustle sounds great, but there's so much to learn and so much to avoid, and I'm gonna go ahead and tell you about them. So I started my business, That Finance Chick LLC, in September of 2017, so it is going on four years now. And I did it wrong on so many levels. And I'm not even talking about, you know, the legal aspect, that comes later. I'm talking about the money-making activities, okay? (laughs) One of the most important parts when it comes to starting your business, obviously. It's to the point that if I knew then what I know now, my business would be a complete night and day difference. And I'm not even exaggerating. Like, these mistakes are huge. And when I tell you them, it's going to sound like not such a big deal on the surface level, but when I explain them, it'll make a lot of sense, okay? And actually, because I know we're going to be talking about my top business mistakes today, I have a free income series that is going to walk you through how to start creating your own passive income source or starting your own business with the information I wish I would have knew back then when I got started. So you can minimize your mistakes and make impact in money faster, okay? So if you want to join this free income series, all you need to do is text hashtag income to 201 258 You will be able to get a bunch of information that would have been helpful to me when I got started for free. And then later on down the line, if you want to, you can hire a business coach, but at least with the videos that's going to be in the series, it'll help you start making money up front. And when you have an understanding of what you're doing and you want to figure out how to scale, then you'll be able to take the profit from that business to hire someone to help you go a lot further. So just go ahead and join the free income series so you can get that information. Now (laughs) before we get started I just want to make it clear that I have no regrets whatsoever when it comes to this business journey because these are all valuable lessons and I'm very aware that you don't go through things just for yourself. You go through things so you can help other people who are going to be starting a similar journey as you. So I have no regrets whatsoever. I'm really grateful for this opportunity and all the opportunities that, that was able to come from these business mistakes. So don't feel bad for me, okay? (laughs) But just know that it was well worth it, and I've learned a ton along the way. So let's go ahead and hop right into these mistakes, okay? (laughs) So mistake number one for me was not being authentic and vulnerable with myself. I left the banking industry because I couldn't be me, you had to look and act a certain way based on, you know, your role in the bank and based on the clients, of course. So there is a bunch of you have to do this, you have to look like that. You can't say that, Atiqua, you know, things like that. And after a while it just became so suffocating. I don't know if you've ever watched <laughs> Family Guy, but there's an old, old episode where, you know, people are shedding their corporate skin in the street when they get off of work because that's just pretty much how it was. It was really just suffocating. You could not be you. You couldn't have your own personality because it just didn't fit the company culture. Now to give you a little perspective, I started working in the bank at 16. I started as a teller and worked my way up through the multiple different consumer departments, okay? (laughs) I am 28 now. So that's 12 years of you need to look, think, and act like this that needed to be shed, okay? And that is not an easy feat (laughs) at all because as someone who started as a teenager, you know, that's one of those critical parts of your life when you're trying to figure out who you are and when you are working for these companies That's pretty much showing you who you are and who you need to be. And then when you realize when you get older, oh, that's not me. I need to, you know, figure this out. That's a lot that you have to deprogram, okay? (laughs) So as you can imagine, the first couple years of business or the first two to three years really of being in business, I wasn't authentic to myself because I still needed to shed the corporate line of thinking. It wasn't really until I'll say last year that I finally kind of hit the effort button. Like either people gonna like me or they not, but either way, I can't do this anymore because it's so exhausting having to be someone else on camera on social media and then be a different person in real life. I just couldn't do it anymore, and I highly encourage you to really just be yourself, okay? And when I finally hit that effort button. I got a confirmation almost immediately because when I launched my Well Starts Here Accelerator, my 10-week women's group coaching program last year, I had a woman in my group flat out tell me, you know, I'm glad that you're showing your personality more and I'm glad that you launched this program because I was so close to unfollowing you because you were just so corporate. And normally when people say, oh, I'm going to unfollow you, it's like, okay, whatever, do what you got to do. But it was one of those things that let me know that I was on the right path because when you are yourself, when you are authentic and vulnerable with yourself, you start to attract other people who actually genuinely connect with you. And that's something that's going to be really important when you start your business. Because I finally decided that I really wanted to bring me into my brand, I had to really ask myself, Who am I really like who are you (laughs) because I was able to do the work to determine who I really was I was able to attract my tribe you know I don't know if you've heard this saying your vibe attracts your tribe that's something that I heard from Cece the six-figure chick a while back Um, And that's something that really stuck with me, because that's super true. And by the way, if you are a fellow overthinking, procrastinating, perfectionist woman who is watching this on YouTube, drop hashtag OPP gang down in the comment section so I know that you're here with me, okay? Because I actually had to be really vulnerable and honest with myself before I was able to fully say, okay, this is really who I am. And when I finally started talking about that, I got a bunch of you talking about, oh, my God, that's me. I thought I sounded crazy when I was trying to explain this is what I was going through. No, you're not crazy. And if you are crazy, you're not alone, okay? (laughs) So if you are watching this on YouTube, drop hashtag OPPgang down in the comment section so I know that you are here with me. If you're listening to this on the podcast while you're driving or something, I know you're in the gang. I got you, okay? (laughs) But... You really have to figure out who you really are. And that was a lot of me, you know, talking with myself, working things out, um, finding a therapist, because going through multiple rounds of therapy and really just being so tired that I wanted to just drop everything that just was not me. Um, So eventually you'll get to the point, if you haven't already, that you're just like, all right, people are either going to like me or they're not. Either way. I'm going to do me, and whoever is going to be along for this ride is going to get in the car with me. If not, I'm out. (laughs) It took me three years in my business to finally get to that point. So, yeah. (laughs) Mistake number one, not being authentic to myself and vulnerable with myself. Mistake number two, not having a genuine idea of how I'd like to run my business. Now, when I started my business, I obviously knew I wanted to help people and i knew that i wanted to make a living obviously right however because i didn't know how i wanted to structure my business what products i wanted to sell how i wanted to really help people you know i was working day in and day out running myself into the ground thinking that it was normal and up front it kind of is because you have this new thing that you're trying to build out you have This idea that you have to get out of your head and you just want to work on it until you can get it right. But then you run yourself into the ground to the point that you're so tired. And that was me. And as someone who is married, that does not bode well for a healthy and happy marriage. Okay. You know, it caused problems a little bit until I finally figured out how I wanted to structure my business. For me, I created a schedule and I had to stick to it and not deviate from it unless I absolutely have to. Like for example, if I knew that after 6 p.m. I wasn't responding to any emails, I wasn't going to. Um, Unless someone sent an urgent email and was like, hey, this is broken, it's on fire, (laughs) I can't access my stuff, in that case, Yes, I deviated from my schedule. However, I'm not in a life or death business, so there are not too many times (laughs) where I have to really deviate from my schedule and drop everything. It can wait till the next day. I have to have work-life balance, and you do too. Then I was trying to run my business like other successful business owners and then getting discouraged because it wasn't working for me. Of course it's not going to work for me. It's inauthentic, right? (laughs) Like, you can't. Try to copy someone else's blueprint and you don't realize what it took for them to get to that point in their business, right? Like you have to really figure out who you are and how you would like your business to run so that you can have the freedom, the time, whatever it is that your ultimate goals are. You know, I realized my goals were if I didn't want to talk to anybody for a whole month and, and I wanted to fall off the face of the earth, I could do that for a while, right? And obviously going live every single day on Instagram or on YouTube was not going to be conducive to that because how am going to fall off the face of the earth if people are used to seeing and talking to me every single day on live? I can't do it. I am a very introverted, extroverted person. I like my space and I don't people well too often, okay? <laughs> so I have to be very, very cautious of where I put my energy or everything goes to heck quickly. So starting your business or side hustle is going to be a lot of figuring out what works for you. It's going to take a little bit of time, but I can tell you that when you're trying to figure out the best way to structure and run your business, you need to infuse your personality, your beliefs, your goals into your business in order for it to work for you. I am on year four and I finally just figured out the perfect formula for me. (laughs) And my last and final biggest mistake that I made is not researching the platforms in which I would like to run my business off of properly. Listen, at the time of this recording, you may know that I'm on a social media hiatus. In layman's terms, I'm not on Instagram. Haven't been on Instagram for the last two weeks going on three, and I don't miss it, okay? Um, I logged into Instagram a couple of times just to kind of post check for myself and see if I'm ready to get back on there. And I was immediately overwhelmed. And honestly, the only reason why I used Instagram as my main platform when I started my business is because of the person who ended up becoming my business coach. She is very great at monetizing Instagram. Like that is her main platform. However, we have to go back to mistake number two, which was. Figuring out how you would like to run your business because remember, I said you have to infuse your personality, your beliefs, and your goals into your business. And because I didn't do that up front, I ended up I'm not going to say wasting my time, but I ended up putting too much energy into a platform that doesn't fit any of my goals, any of my beliefs, and doesn't fit my personality. See, For me, I'm a real chill, laid back person in real life, okay? Um, I don't go out too often. I like sitting in my house. (laughs) I don't really have to talk to anybody for a couple of weeks and I'm okay. Um, But Instagram is the complete opposite. Like you have to be on there to actively engage, to be in front of people. And people are always telling you that you have to post three to five times a day. To me, that's Engaging with people three to five times a day, and that's way too much for my type of personality, okay? (laughs) I like to just relax and be chill, and Instagram takes up too much of my time and energy, okay? Remember, I told y'all I had to be really careful about where I put my energy socially because my social meter declines quickly (laughs) and honestly if I wasn't so hard-headed in the beginning I would have started my business on YouTube my husband told me you know you need to be on YouTube and I'm like no this person told me I should be on Instagram because monetizing on Instagram is so much better look at me (laughs) doing exactly what my husband told me to do in the beginning but now but you know like I said I have no regrets I've met some really great people on Instagram I have connected with so many other great business owners. Um, But as of right now, this next phase of my personal life and the next phase of my business life, I have to be really careful about where I'm putting my time and my energy. And so far YouTube has been a super saving grace for me because one, the type of content that I prefer creating now, um, and two, I can create one to three pieces of content per week and that'll be enough because of the length of content that's on here. So I really should have researched my platform and I wish I would have knew how to figure out how I'd like to run my business upfront because I would have definitely started on YouTube if I knew then what I know now. And then if I'm just gonna give y'all an analogy of how I'm looking at social media right now, Instagram to me is like the 18 and up club, okay? It's like the get in free before 11 if the security feels like letting you in and security in this case being the algorithm, which I'm constantly always fighting against. And then when you finally get in, if you do get in, it's just a bunch of people who wanna be seen, but they're not doing anything. Now, don't get me wrong. There are people who are using this platform for good and they are doing a phenomenal job, but that's not the majority. And then of course, you know, again, using the club analogy, the drinks are watered down. You're getting the bottom shelf alcohol. (laughs) In this case, it's being, you know, content is super watered down. It's diluted. And I hate it. But for me, YouTube has been the complete opposite. It's like the day party. It's a cute little kickback you get in there with the expectation of you're going to have fun, network a little bit, be tipsy by 8, sleep by 11, okay? That's my that's my type of deal. I want to get in here, find some value, enjoy the atmosphere a little bit, and then I want to go home. <laughs> I don't want to be out at 2.30 in the morning. I don't want to be out past a certain time. Like I want to be in my bed knocked out, okay? I don't like it. <laughs> and that is how... I am equating these platforms right now because it's just so much. And I don't know if this is my age or if it's a different level of maturity or what. There's just a certain way I would like to provide impact. And Instagram is not it anymore. (laughs) So when you are starting your side hustle... I would highly encourage you to figure out which platform best serves you, your personality, your business, and where is your people hanging out. I realized that my people prefer YouTube. Um, The ladies who've come into the platform, I poll them and I ask them, hey, if I were to go to a different platform, which platform would it be? Or which platform would you like to see me on more? And nine times out of 10 is YouTube. I do get people from time to time who say they do prefer Instagram, but then they also say, but wherever you are, I'm going to go. So it has been (laughs) a lot of trial and error for me over these last three, four years. And these are three of my biggest mistakes that I made when it came to my business, because who knows where exactly my business would be if I didn't make these three mistakes, if I would have listened, if I would have had the knowledge of how I'd like to run and structure my business. And these are some costly mistakes and I want you to avoid these as much as you possibly can. Now, with that being said, I have a free income series that you can join so you can figure out how to start your business by avoiding the mistakes that I made in mine so you can make impact and income quicker, okay? All you need to do is text hashtag income, include the hashtag to 201-258-3995. If you're listening on the podcast, the information will be in the show notes. If you're on YouTube, it'll be in the description box and in the pinned comment also. I want you to talk to me, okay? If you are on YouTube, comment down below, Which mistakes stuck out to you the most and why? If you are listening on the podcast, but you're a part of the text club, text me. Let me know which one stuck out to you and why. Because I really want to know (laughs) where your mind is at, especially since you are going to be starting a new source of income. You can't build wealth with only one source of income and you don't want to be so discouraged when you get started because of the mistakes that you're going to be making. And you're going to make some, But I want to at least speed up your process if I can tell you how to avoid my mistakes. As always, I appreciate hearing from y'all and I really appreciate the support in this next phase of my business. If you have any questions or anything outside of what we talked about or even the question that I asked you, feel free to text me or drop it in the comment section so we can talk. Thanks so much for watching or listening and I will talk to you next time. Bye.